This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Spring training rolls on, and so do we here on the Rosie Report. Jim Rosenhouse along with you, recapping Friday's action in the Cactus League and in Goodyear, Arizona for the Cleveland Indians. Great to have you with us. The Indians were on the road on Friday, taking on Colorado at Salt River Fields. The Rockies won the ball game 9-4. Aaron Savali made another start in preparation for his season, working four innings and allowing four runs, three earned while striking out three. Home runs in the game for Roberto Perez and designated hitter Franmil Reyes. Pitching for the Indians in relief, Brian Shaw, Anthony Goes, and Kyle Nelson all pitched scoreless appearances. Emmanuel Classe allowed a home run in his one inning of work. And a tough one for Blake Parker as he allowed four runs in just a third of an inning. And in just a little bit, we'll hear from the veteran right-hander who's trying to make this club on a minor league contract with that major league invite to spring training. A tough way to do it, but uh, he's giving it a shot. And on Friday, that was a tough one for him to be sure. Uh, we will also hear right now from Ahmed Rosario, who's trying to make a difficult transition here this spring. He had been a, a career shortstop with the Mets, came over in the trade between the Mets and Indians during the offseason. And Rosario, in a battle with Andres Jimenez for the shortstop job, lost that job. Jimenez appears to be the regular starting shortstop for the Indians, so the Indians looking to take advantage of Rosario's bat, which has shown to be uh, very potent in his major league time with the Mets. We're working him in center field, and he's been doing that for about two weeks. He's only had a couple of games under his belt, but his most recent on Wednesday, or excuse me, Thursday against the Cubs was a little bit better. He handled a couple of chances flawlessly, and he spoke with the Cleveland media earlier today on Friday. And uh, we'll have some Spanish in here too, so there'll be some translation from um, the Indians translator, and uh, that'll be good stuff too. Augie Rivero always doing a nice job on that, but uh, let's listen in to uh, Rosario's thoughts on the transition. Ahmed, I know yeah, I know you've been going at it for a little while now out there in center field. How, in your opinion, how are things going for you in terms of, of the adjustment and trying to learn the position? ¿Qué ha pasado ya un tiempo que la transición a center field? ¿Cómo te sientes del ajuste y ese proceso? Bueno, me siento bastante bien. Creo que una una gran oportunidad que me dé el equipo y me siento bastante agradecido con ellos. Y creo que con el pasar del tiempo me voy a ir sintiendo mejor. Yeah, I've been feeling really well. Um, I'm really grateful for the opportunity the team is giving me to, you know, learn the position. So I know it's just a matter of time to get better there and get more reps. Ahmed, uh, was that your worst nightmare, the way the game 
on the uh, uh, against the Angels went down. Just you know, it looked like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And how do you bounce back from that? How do you, how did you handle that? Que dicen que ese juego puede que haya sido tu peor pesadilla, ¿no? el, el, con la forma como se dieron. ¿Piensas que fue tu peor juego y cómo piensas rebotar de esa situación de ahí en adelante? No, no, si tú superas que no, he tenido juegos peores anteriormente eh, y como te digo, es difícil de esconder, pero la primera vez que yo juego, so, no me podía exigir tanto en una posición que yo nunca había jugado anteriormente. Yeah, I mean, I had bad games in the past, not the first time, um, but, you know, I wasn't, it was to be expected that those things will happen, but, you know, you, you make mistakes, you learn from them, so that's what I take out of that. Ahmed, can you uh, talk about the challenges of center field uh, versus left field? un poco qué es lo que es más difícil del center field comparado con el left field. Bueno, no te puedo decir la diferencia en sí porque yo solamente jugué cuatro innings cuando me dieron la oportunidad y solamente fue un solo juego. Entonces, no te podía decir en sí porque no nunca he tenido esa oportunidad. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go much into details because I just played four innings in one game, so I don't have much to compare to between the center field and left field. Was it nice to have that one right off the bat uh, yesterday, the first pitch of the game, uh, the balls hit to you. Was that nice to, you know, get get the previous game out of your head and, and in the past? Well, bueno, sabes que el primer picheo del juego se fue nada que pudiste hacer como para salirte de esa de cuestión mental y enfocarte más en el juego. Sí, si tú supieras que uno como como jugador piensa a veces cuando uno comete los errores en que no le den más para donde uno, pero yo ahora mismo estoy preparado. Para cada batazo, cada, cada jugador que, que bate, sea donde de mí. Yeah, you know, as a player, at times you think after you make an error, just you wish nothing comes your way. But my mindset right now is I hope every at bat it comes to me so I can, you know, make a play. So that's my mindset right now. Ahmed, on Tuesday after he came out of the game, Shane Bieber uh, said he, he sort of made an effort to find you and tell you to keep your head up. What did that mean to you to, to know that the you know, the pitchers and your teammates have, uh, are supporting you in that. I que te comentan que Bieber después del juego se acercó a ti a reconocerte que siguieras trabajando, que eso no pasaba nada. ¿Qué significa para ti que los jugadores y los compañeros de equipo te estén dando el apoyo de esa manera? Bueno, me siento bastante bien y con esa acción que él hizo solamente puedo decir que eso, eso, eso es un caballero de verdad. ¿Tú me entiendes? Y lo único que puedo hacer es quitarme la, la gorra frente a él. Yeah, I mean, that's a great ad. I feel, I'm feeling really good about after that happened, but you got to recognize as a gentleman's ad and, you know, I just got to tip my hat to him for his, for his action. Ahmed, what was your uh, reaction when the Indians approached you with this idea of moving from shortstop to center field? ¿Cómo fue tu reacción cuando el equipo te, se te acercó para hacerte el cambio de posición de shortstop? Creo... Creo que fue una, una reacción buena, tú me entiendes, porque yo sé las habilidades y como jugador me conozco. Creo que puedo, como atleta, creo que puedo dar el máximo mío, no solo en el center field, en cualquier posición que me necesiten. Y aquí lo que estamos para ayudar es que pueda ganar. I think it was a very positive in my end. Um, I, I recognize I'm an athlete, so anything that they enable me to do to help them win, uh, I welcome it. So I think it was very positive when, when they informed me of that. Have they told you, are you strictly a center fielder now, or could you 
move around the diamond or, you know, what have they given you like a, a role, you know, a, a, a definite role to, to fill on the roster? Te han dicho específicamente que va a solamente ser de field o, o te han dicho que va a estar con diferentes roles en el equipo. No, no. Lo que me dijeron fue que practicar en el center field. Ahora mismo esa es la mentalidad y, y seguir en center field. No, they haven't defined a role per se. They just told me to keep uh, getting reps and practicing in center field, and that's what I want to keep doing. Does he feel eventually, you know, he could be, you know, a, a good, a solid center fielder? Does he feel he has that ability? Piensas que tú podrías ser un, un jugador sólido en center field? O sea, piensas que tienes la habilidad de ser un jugador bueno en center field? Esa es la mentalidad, creo que sí. Creo que hasta que el trabajo no se termine, nosotros no vamos, no vamos a parar. Yeah, that's my mindset. Uh, I mean, until that point is, hasn't been reached, the work is not going to stop. I mean, I know, um, I know Tito mentioned Kyle Hudson has been working with you. Is there anything in particular, maybe one or two things that has been really helpful from either him or, or anyone else who's who's trying to help you out there in center field. Mencionado que Tiro mencionó que tú estás trabajando bastante con Harry. ¿Cuáles son algunas dos cosas que tú puedes decir han sido lo principal que has trabajado con él? Los ángulos. Eh, creo que mantenerme bajito también. Esos son parte de la cosa lo que no hemos mantenido trabajando. The two main things that we've been focusing on is uh, working on the angles towards the ball and the importance of the first step and how to stay low during that approach. So those are the two things that we've been working the most. That's Ahmed Rosario with translation help from Augie Rivero. Hopefully, in addition to, to learning about Rosario's challenges in center field, maybe you picked up a little Spanish too. That's a public service here from the Rosie Report. All right, Blake Parker's trying to make this club as uh, a non-roster invite to spring training. And uh, most of his appearances have been solid, but. Boy, later on, you go in the spring, the more you like to put up zeros if you can. And he had a tough one on Friday. But we caught up with him earlier in the spring and talked to him about the challenges of trying to make a club uh, on that non-roster invite. Blake, you're, you're new to the ball club, and um, I think the first question would be, what led you to the Indians? What made them a, a real good fit for you, especially at this point in your career? Uh, I like the opportunity. Um, I like, the uh, obviously, the reputation that Tito has as a manager. Um, uh, I like the uh, obviously the division. I like I like to compete in a, in a division that I've already already competed in with the Twins a little bit. Um, so it'll be fun to compete against some of those guys. Um, but I'm excited for the opportunity. How much do you know about the organization, having spent a, a fair amount of time in the National League, but also a little bit in the AL Central? Yeah, I, you know I I pitched for half the season here last year. Um, pitched uh, against the uh, against the uh, AL for the past couple of years and actually 2017 and 18. Um, and it's, it's a bunch of the same core type guys. So uh, I'm, a, I'm familiar with, with the, the division. And obviously you, you had some good stretches in your career, some times where, where injuries have come into the mix. Uh, at this stage of your career, where do you feel you're at in terms of, of health and, and stuff and things like that? I feel great. Um, I, you know, I came in, uh, last year in the spring training feeling really good. And, uh, you know, coach Brian, uh, pitching coach Brian Price said to me, you know, why not have one of the best years of your career? And, and that's the same approach I'm taking into this year. I'm taking, uh, um, I feel great. I feel as great, as good as I ever have. Um, and I'm ready to compete. I know there's going to be some good competition coming in, 
to this spring and, and I'm ready to give it what I got and, and hopefully help this team win ball games. When you look at that, it's never easy for anyone to, to make a club uh, when they come in, in in your situation. But the Indians, I mean, it seems every year have at least a, a couple of relievers who make the club that way. Uh, difficult or, or do you just kind of go about your business and, and let the chips fall at the end of the spring? Yeah, you know, since 2013, I guess, I, well, I guess 2014, I had pitched pretty well in 2013. I came in 14 thinking that I was going to make the team, didn't make the team. Um, and in 2016 and 17, I was non-roster. 2018 was the, really the only year, and 19, I guess, when I was with the Twins, is the only two years that I've had a concrete job in my whole career. So this is nothing that I'm unfamiliar with um, to come in and have to earn a spot. Um, and I'm ready to do that. I'm ready to come in and, and uh, compete. Background-wise, uh, you enter pro ball as a position player. Yeah. Uh, how did that go, and what was your reaction when, when either you were asked or, or you did the asking to, to become a pitcher? Um, I, I, I played pretty well my first rookie ball season. I, I hit a bunch of doubles, and I was on the postseason rookie league all, uh, all-star team and uh, played pretty well in that rookie league. But the last month of the season, I got called up to low A in Peoria, and I proceeded to go over 22 and uh, finished the season over 22 and then actually a funny story I, we were playing swing in the quad cities and it was bases loaded and i was up and i hit a line drive to right field john jay full extension layout robbed me of like a bases clearing double in my first hit at low a and really i didn't get a hit the rest of the season and then the next spring um i was in extended spring training and i actually hit a go-ahead home run in the uh, bottom half of the eighth we had won the game, and as I was walking out of out of uh, the facility that day, they called me into the office and uh, asked me. I thought I was going up to try my luck at low A again, and they had said, "What do you think about pitching?" And I said, "Well, I'll give it a go if it if it keeps me around." So, I uh, grabbed my my mitt and uh, hit the mound the next day. So, if Jay doesn't make that catch, you think it's a different story? I don't know. I, I don't know. That, I'm not, that's not why I said that, but maybe. <laughs> and how much of your background was on the mound prior to that? I pitched. Um, I had always pitched in high school. Um, see, I would catch and then I would come in to close the games in high school. I pitched. I actually started games in American Legion ball. Um, but after that, I never really pitched in college. I didn't pitch at all in college. And you get to, to play your college ball at the University of Arkansas. Yes, Being sir. from Fayetteville, what was it like to, to play there? Oh, it was a dream come true. You know, as soon as Coach Van Horn called me, I, I said, where do I sign? You know, I didn't have a ton of, of uh, other other uh, opportunities to play Division One. I. I had a couple other offers, but um, really that was, that was where I wanted to go from day one. Uh, back to your current situation, uh, your strikeout numbers are tremendous, uh, but you look at – Radar gun, which we probably shouldn't, right? But, uh, how do you get it done without the, you know, the, the upper nineties hard stuff? Um, my split finger, I think, is unique. I think it has a, a low spin rate enough to um, to trick some hitters. Maybe uh, the fact that over the years I've learned how to pitch a little bit and locate a little bit better, I think, has helped. Um, 
but yeah, like I said, I feel good. I'm, I'm hoping to hope to increase those fastball numbers a little bit this year and, and really help the team win some games. So that's what I'm focused on. And, uh, obviously you want to, you want to hit those upper nine, you know, mid to upper nineties numbers, but, um, staying within yourself and knowing, knowing what you do well and, and, uh, and it really just attacking hitters and trying to get that strong strikeout. Is that the key sometimes in today's game where it seems like it's so much about velocity, but maybe command is a little bit more important if you pitch it at a lower velocity? Sure. I think, I think uh, all these guys that are throwing super, super hard, that's helping me out too, because, you know, I'm, I'm under that. I'm, I'm not there when they're seeing 95 to 98 every at bat. And then they, you know, they come in to see mine, maybe a little bit more of a depth pitch. I think it definitely helps me out, but um, obviously I'm, I'm going to try to increase my velocity with, with the rest of the game, because I think my stuff plays a little bit better with a little bit higher velocity. That's Blake Parker. And uh, again, we'll see if he makes this club, the Indians have quite a few relief pitchers in the same boat as him. So we'll see how it transpires here over the last 10 days or so of camp. That's going to do it for this edition, episode number 19 of the Rosie Report. Always great to have you along. Thanks to Bart Swain, Courtbury Tripp, and Austin Controllis from Indians PR for lining up our interviews all spring long. Thanks so much for downloading. As always, I'm Jim Rosenhouse, and you've been listening to the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. 